Hello and welcome to the Interactive Investor Podcast, where we discuss matters of investment interest. I'm Richard Hunter, Head of Markets, and in this, in this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by our Head of Equity Strategy, Lee Wilde. Today, we're going to be looking at the AIM market. It was launched in June 1995, then known as the Alternative Investment Market. And today, it includes companies operating in more than 100 countries, 40 different sectors, and with a combined market capitalization of over £70 billion. So, Lee, why would investors look to AIM shares? Well, Richard, access to capital is the, the quick answer. If a company wants to grow, I mean, it's got to invest in the business or buy other businesses. Um, but where does it get the money from? Uh, if it's not listed on the market, it, it's, it does have uh, ways of raising the cash. But um, going to the uh, to, to the general public by listing its shares on a on a stock market is uh, is is a very good way to go. Um, I mean, not only does the company get access to capital, um, it's very likely the profile of the business will increase significantly too. Now, if the company does well, or, or if it has an interesting story to tell, and a lot of aim companies do, I mean that could uh, it could be very profitable. Its profile increases too. That makes it even easier to raise more money if required further down the road. Uh, now, small companies um, also like AIM's more flexible regulatory regime. I mean, that importantly keeps costs down. Um, an AIM listing it can also enhance a company's status. Uh, that, that makes it um, uh, you know, much better when dealing with both customers and suppliers, uh, a lot easier. So what benefits are there for investors? Um, well, because there are incentives to smaller companies to list on AIM, I mean, it's often an excellent place for them to, uh, to begin looking for, for, for growth stocks. Um, now, there are plenty of companies in well-known sectors like retail and technology, uh, but AIM also has a, a reputation for other high-growth sectors like mining, oil and gas, uh, and, and biotech, real sort of high-risk, high-reward areas. Um, so AIM has been home to many high-profile success stories over the years. I think listeners will, will probably have heard of, of many of them. I mean, ASOS and Domino's Pizza, I mean, they were once penny shares. The, those companies are now worth billions of pounds each. Um, I mean, because companies aren't forced to switch um, to a main market listing either, uh, even if they become much larger. So uh, many are still listed on AIM and, uh, and are indeed still growing fast. Um, we mentioned ASOS, but uh, companies like Fever Tree Drinks, you've got Boohoo, Burford Capital, they're all still listed on AIM and, and they're worth billions of pounds now each. Um, so uh, that's many times the price that they listed at. Um, also, AIM shares can be held in a tax-free wrapper these days. I mean, they've been eligible for inclusion in ISIS since 2013. Uh, so that's worth considering. Uh, there are also inheritance tax, IHT benefits. Inheritance tax is levied at 40% on assets over and above the first 325,000 within the state. So uh, investments in qualifying AIM shares can be passed on free of IHT as long as they've been held for, for two years. So investors should be aware. Investing heavily in AIM shares is, is a high-risk strategy, though. Uh, the rules are not straightforward around IHT and AIM, uh, and only about two-thirds of AIM shares are el eligible. So uh, um, the benefit has opponents, too, so could be withdrawn at, at, at some point in the future. Uh, that's the speculation, anyway. So, uh, But for more information on, on business relief for inheritance tax, well worth visiting the uh, gov.uk website. 
So what sort of issues should investors be considering? Well, in- investing in AIM or small caps in general comes with a big risk warning. Um, investors, they've got to understand there's potential to generate big returns, uh, but also the possibility of losing um, you know, quite a bit of money or even all of your money in, in extreme circumstances. And it, it has happened. Companies do go bust. Um, investing in small companies that aren't yet making any money, possibly, uh, whether they be on AIM or not, is, is very high risk. So liquidity, that can also be an issue for stocks on, on AIM, how easy it is to, to buy or sell um, uh, company stocks. So uh, for the most part, investors are able to trade reasonable amounts in normal when conditions are normal or in normal economic circumstances. Um, but situations do arise uh, where it is more difficult to trade larger quantities of shares um, for some stocks. Again, not all. Um, I mean, this it, could be because the founders, families, some of the early backers still own a lot of the company. Um, you might hear this referred to as a stock being tightly held. Um, now, but given the growth, the focus on growth, you're less likely to find big dividend payers on AIM. So, uh, you know, however, some AIM companies are attractive to income seekers. There are plenty of good AIM companies offering both growth and a dividend yield of 5% or more. Currently, you know, that includes Robinson, Belvoir, Lettings, Marshall, Motor. So what's the best way for investors in AIM to limit their risk? Well, as, as we've said, equities are inherently risky assets, um, but returns are historically more attractive than other asset classes. Um, but on AIM, both the potential and the risk can be significantly greater. Uh, to mitigate some of that risk, uh, there are things we can do. Um, even investors with more experience typically prefer to limit exposure to less well-established companies. So setting aside a small portion of your portfolio for speculative investments is a sensible approach. Do your research. Knowing as much as you can about the companies you invest in is as crucial with AIM shares as it is with any other stock, so uh, whether they be large or small. Read around the subject, search the internet, visit the Interactive Investor website, search for data, news and analysis. The more you know, the better you'll invest. So investors should also avoid putting all their eggs in one basket. Now, this is all sort of common sense um, investment um, techniques, but investing in a number of AIM stocks spreads the risk. So if you're not confident about your own stock picking abilities, but you still like the idea of investing in small caps, you can always buy a fund that specialises in AIM stocks. Um, That passes responsibility for research onto an experienced portfolio manager. Well, Lee, thanks very much indeed for that introduction and thank you for listening. Do join us next time for another Interactive Investor podcast.